tell you something, the mustard seed is one of the smallest seeds that exists on earth. But I don't know if you know what it can produce. It produces one of the largest trees that can ever, that has ever been formed. And I believe, I, I have, we had an experience on Tuesday. Uh, the storm came through and hit. And I've been living in my house for 31 years now. And I've never seen anything like this. This storm came through on Tuesday like something i never seen before. Within minutes of me getting in the house in a convertible, I pull in the driveway and sit at the end of the driveway because my wife and daughter got their car and I can't get in all the way. I wait and blow the horn and beat to get them to come out and move their cars as they did. And minutes later, it gets dark. Seconds later, the wind kicks up. Rain coming down harder than I've ever seen before. I'm standing in the driveway and the whole top of the tree in my neighbor's yard comes out and hits the ground. Boom! I was just at the top of the driveway. <laughs> in a convertible, nevertheless. <laughs> Which means it's got a soft top. It, it ain't even enough. The hard top couldn't handle it, but the soft top's even worse. <laughs> but my thought was, thank you, God. And just, you know, stuff just start blowing out of nowhere. I see, it just, just it, I never seen anything like it. Not only to know five minutes later, we couldn't even get out of our neighborhood because a tree was down across the street at this end. My wife tried to get out the back to go to the market later on that evening, out the back end, and down there was even worse. The houses there, it just hit the houses, and a house that was destroyed 15 years ago is destroyed all over again. Trees came right down on the top of it, tore the roof right off, um, and it just, but trees were everywhere. But I started thinking, we had a few leaves down, and we had, you know, stuff blowing around us, but nothing happened. Nigh our house. Amen. And I was grateful to hear that song, grateful. I was grateful that God protected me Amen. and protected my home. Amen. And I'm saying, 31 years later, still same place. He's still protecting. He's still keeping. So I want y'all to know God is still God. God is still on the throne. Okay? He, he wasn't just the throne in 1980, in 1990, in 2000. He's still God. He's still doing great things. And I watched his hand upon my life and I started thinking, God, I'm grateful because you have done things for me that there's no way I could have done for myself. And there were some things I just didn't know any better. Oh, come on, I'll help some of y'all. Because I'm telling you, when your faith is intact, you will get protection you didn't even know you needed. And, and the fact that God is covered. So I'm, I'm just going to tell y'all because, see, this is the most important thing right now. Many of us, see, let me share with you. Bad things can happen to good people. That's right. So it's easy to start questioning, did you do something wrong because trouble showed up? 
Well, I want to tell you, trouble will show up if you're doing something right. Trouble will show up if you believe God. <laughs> but according to my Bible, and I believe it's in your Bible, that the faith, the shield of faith, can quench every fiery gun. So, I'm, I'm, I'm out to tell you, put your armor on, let's get ready, let's get ready to do what God has called us to do. Let's get in place so that we can be who God said we can be. And so that we can do what God said we can do. And so if I gave you that word to share with you that Peter's faith could fail, I want to make sure you're clear on what faith is and is not. And that I got to give Peter credit. And so I want y'all need to give him credit too because he turns it around from this place. He becomes one of the greatest preachers and teachers there is because he, he starts the first mega church. When he opened his mouth that day, 3,000 people got saved. So how do you get from faith failing to there? 3,000 people's lives changed. I want to tell you something. He adhered to. He recognized, oh, oh, I'm going to help you all here. The first thing he did was he recognized his fault, his sin. When he came in and recognized where he had failed, which he thought he would not, he took ownership and then asked God to bless him. In other words, to cover it. Take my sin, God, as you said you would. Forgive me. I'm going to give this to you and turn it around. So he was in the right place. Because he did the right thing to turn it around. And uh, I, I love Peter for that because I watched him, you know, uh, in fact, it happened uh, again as he was ministering, or it happened earlier when Jesus told him he would meet them on the other side and he was in the boat. Now, Peter is the one, he had enough faith to step out. And when he took his eyes off of Jesus, we know what happened. He started to sink. But again, we, it didn't take long before he said, Jesus saved me. He reached out to the right one. I need to encourage somebody because see, somebody keep on thinking they can dig themselves out. They keep thinking, I don't know who I'm talking to, but you here, and you keep thinking you can figure it out. You're going to dig yourself out, and it's going to be all okay. Well, I want to let you know it won't. That's right. In fact, the more you keep digging, the further you're going to go down. Not up. You're not going to dig out. You're going to dig in. <laughs> and that's not where you're supposed to be. So let's go to Hebrews chapter 11. I'm going to start back there again. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11. I got three different Bibles up here today. I know you only see two, but in one of them, I got two versions, the King James and the Amplified. And then I got the ESV over here. Because I, I just, it's said in different ways in different places. And I want to share that. So in Hebrews. Chapter 11. Uh, verse 1. Y'all know the verse. You're very familiar with it. So, and I want to give you the King James Version. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I first want to start right there. And not let this go by because 
there's a word in there that was not a part of the original text, but it's in there to, to give you clarity and understanding. And so the word now was not a part of the original text. But now means what? And that same thing. Now, present time. So now has to represent a representation in time. But God doesn't live in time, so the only time God, is, what is no, what is good about God is God is always in the present. Y'all gonna get this in a minute. God is always relevant. Okay, God won't go back into the past, but He was there. Okay, God's not gonna take you into the future because, but He's there. But He will always deal with you, mankind, in the now. So we gotta grasp the. Where can I meet God? I gotta be able to grasp where can I get in the presence of God. I can only get into the presence of God in the now. I cannot get into the presence of God in the past. I cannot get into the presence of God in the future. No human can. Now I gotta tell you, I thank God I've been caught up in the spirit. My boy was in a great place and I didn't want to, you know, you enjoy that. He says, I'd like to stay here, but you can't. But it wasn't futuristic, although he can show me things in the future. It was always now. Now is always present. And I'm saying you've got to grasp this because people's faith is failing them because they change and think they can do something later. When you have to do it. Y'all gonna get it, y'all get it here. Now, faith is. And then it goes to the word substance. And I said, thinking about substance. Substance has to do with uh, um, things that I that, I, that God has given me. It has to do with my smell, my taste, uh, my, what I can feel, what I can hear, right? So substance is there. So faith has to do with in, in those areas, it says substance. So what it becomes real to us because, and I'm going to go here in a minute, four times in the Bible, it says the just shall live by faith. It does. And not by, y'all got it. Okay, four times in the Bible. Once in the Old Testament, three times in the New Testament. I can tell you this, anytime anything is mentioned twice, more than two times, is important. Right? So the fact that God mentions this so what happened is, the, the thing is, most of us believe what we can touch. Most of us believe what we can see. Most of us believe what we can smell. Most of us believe what we hear or can hear. Okay? We believe that. So those senses, it has to do with the senses, but faith can even supersede senses. So, in order for me to trust God with now faith and a substance, I have to be able to say to my feelings, to my smell, to my senses, to everything you got, that I believe God over that. Yet God said he gave us them and they're going to be there and they will become that to you because when it becomes real, one of those things will be in play. I didn't say they weren't real. I didn't tell you they don't, they're not, you don't have them. But you have to make a decision by faith that I'm going to believe God over my senses. 
Watch, I'm going to come off this out. He said, substance of things, hope for. Hope is always futuristic, which means it's not now. Oh, y'all get it. So we just dealt with the thing in there. We know that that now is the most important time and the thing that that must happen. And even if the word wasn't there, watch this. Even, and it's not part of the original text, right? But faith is. Faith is what? Faith is now. Faith is always going to be now. It cannot alter. It cannot be in any other place. So I'm sharing with you, you must keep your guard and your shield up and your faith intact. But it always has to affect your you can't tell it's double. I'm gonna put this off. And I'm gonna help some of y'all. How about this? How many of y'all stayed it out of your mouth and said what you believe God for? And then a few minutes later, you said, God, well, if you will, or I hope that you do it. I thought you believed them. So if you believe them, faith is always win. I'm helping you here because see, this is how he's beating us because we're changing what we said and what we believe and faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So did I hear correctly or not? And do I believe correctly or not? So I'm teaching you this morning what faith is and what it is not. So I want to help you with watching your words. First thing, watch your lips. If you want to change in your life and you believe in God that He's going to do it, and He told you you could, and you could you could have some, then you're gonna you gotta you gotta you're gonna have to follow through. <laughs> well, I'm gonna talk about myself real quick here. Had a little faith. Bought this suit in New York. And uh, I liked a whole lot. But it's been sitting in my closet the last four years before COVID. Because I couldn't fit it. But I put some I put some faith on it. And he said, that suit's staying. Nobody's getting it. I'm gonna lose weight. <laughs> and I'm getting back in that suit. <laughs> and here I am today in the suit. So it took four years for my now to change for the change. Now I'm gonna help somebody. Don't, you might laugh at me and say, well, it took four years, but see, the, I still I still believed then when I said it. And that's why I didn't get rid of it. And guess what? I'm in it. So it's come to pass, and I don't have to have faith for that no more. Because it happened. I'm just a simple thing like that, making it natural to you. And I use myself as that because I want to share. So often we want to make faith too deep. And then you think it's blind or it's full of nothing. The word substance is full of something. By the way, and it says evidence. Evidence is what convicts people in a court of law, right? So God himself even uses evidence. But he needs you to have evidence of who he is and that his word works. And so when you have evidence and believe that God's word works, you won't be questioning because you didn't see it. That is not going to happen. 
So the just shall live by faith and not by sight. In other words, I'm going to not allow my uh, uh, vision to supersede my faith. And faith is not just belief. Belief is a part of faith, but without the other component called action, the verb, the work, is worthless. So faith without works is, oh, y'all all know the scripture, then now you listen to me, then we're all obligated to obey it, to do it. And so faith without works is dead, which means now I have to believe it and do it. You can't tell me you believe in God for a job and you're not on the internet uh, putting in, filling in resumes. Say it again. Your, um, what do you call it? Right, right. What's the thing? Your, your, not an application. What's your thing? What's your information? Your resume. Your resume. Okay, I said it. I, I, I haven't done that in a long time. Won't be doing it. Not interested in working for nobody else but God. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so I don't even have a resume. Okay. God knows it. And he got it. And that's where it'll stay. <laughs> right. I'm going to settle that. But listen. So he said, substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The just shall live by faith. Not by sight. So, my faith has to be intact whether I see it or not. Hello, somebody. We've been, we've been believing God for some things. And they're starting to happen. They're happening. I saw, I saw another breakthrough this morning. I see, I see Dallas coming out of his shell. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he did. I'm, like, I'm so excited for this young man. Yeah, he did. Because he got enough faith at heart to stand up here. When ain't nobody else, no other men represent. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about him a little bit this morning because I'm encouraging him. God is with him, and he don't have to trust him. Okay. Oh, yeah. And that's if you let go. It's not worried about it whether it's me or not. Let God. <laughs> and uh, he started to let go a little bit. He, he will get let go a little bit more. And then God will just take over. And then all of a sudden, this stuff will be coming out of his mouth that he didn't even know what was in it. And then, then you'll see the power of God. <laughs> I, I'm just, I, I'm meddling a little bit. But he said, listen, for the elders obtained a good report. Verse but verse 3, through faith, we understand the world was framed by the word of God. So that the things that are seen were not made by things that do appear. In other words, God spoke the world into existence and they wasn't there first. I'm gonna try to pull But he saw what it is, and spoke it, and it's gonna be. How many know that everything is already done under the sun? That's good. So this is why your faith is necessary, and your faith must be in God, because God has already done it. So, in order for it to come to pass in our life, we have to be able to tap into the now to see it come to play. This is so important because people struggle in their faith. And by the way, so we make people talk about faith as being our religion, right? Well, if you ask me, am I religious? I will tell you no. 
I'm relational. Faith is not my religion. Faith is what I do and what I believe or part of. And my belief is not in faith. My belief is in God. Hello? Oh, what's his name? Jesus the Christ. Christ is not his last name. Christ means the anointed one. So my faith is in the anointed one that God called a piece of himself and sent into the earth to represent us. So why did he come? To show us who, who, need, who live in Missouri, who needed to know that a man could do it? How did he do it? He did it by faith. He obeyed God's word. So we know this. Obedience is better than a sacrifice. So, you know, I had somebody come in my office the other day and plead the case to me. And they're telling me everything that, you know, that they got in place and what they want to do. And, you know, and I'm looking at them and thinking, something's missing. A whole lot's missing. <laughs> and you're talking to me like I don't know no better. Now, I love helping people, but I ain't helping nobody in no mess. <laughs> and I said to think, like, don't you believe that God is able and God also talks and, and even shares with his leaders what to do and what not to do? And some of the things he did already, whether you was for real or not, he was giving you an opportunity to turn it around. So I want to help somebody here. So the, so the time that there was listening or did do something and you felt very, oh, wow. Wow. He, he listened. He heard me. I just believe God, he was giving you a chance to, to turn it around. He wanted you to see what it's like and experience it. But, and until you do it, and you can't do it later, you got to do it when? So Y'all getting this, and so I want to share with you, listen to this. In Hebrews 11, one of the most extensive essays of faith in the New Testament, in one of the most loved sections of Scripture, yet misconceptions about faith abound. Some see faith as mere any, a form of spirituality. And he has a person of faith. No, that's not what it is. Other understanders are resolute to believe that something good is going to happen to them, and a ticket to health and wealth. And that's not what it is either. I, I, you know, I really despise, and I know it came out through the faith movement in the early 90s um, that all of a sudden, you know, we had faith in faith. And people was writing faith checks. And they were buying faith houses. You know, couldn't afford it, but by faith, they was in it. And then they wanted God to bless them. Oh, I guess y'all ain't know nobody like that. I, I did. sure did. A whole bunch of people. Okay. And I realized something. God dealt with me. That the people had more faith in faith than they did in God. But faith has no power without God. Because it's about him. It's about what he said, what he did, and what he can do. But we got to stop treating him like a genie. We're going to rub him three times and then make our wishes. How many of us have got... Get me out of this, and I won't do it again. Thank you all for raising your hand for being honest. Thank you for being honest, because you know 
you did that. He saved you. He listened to you, but he wanted you to see it, and you went on ahead and did it again anyway. What would you say to that? So the, the genie worked on your behalf, but he's not a genie. Okay? But he did it because he loved him. Thank and he God. Wanted you to know he had the power to supersede your situation. I, I want y'all to know that last week I, I read a scripture that said, in the power of his might. Yeah. So I want us to notice, see, so my faith is in God. And my faith also is in his power of his might. Because I know that I, in my own strength, will fail. That's right. I, I, I will, at some point, become weak. At some point, there's some things I, I, I can't uphold to. I stay on my feet too long now. My heel hurts because I got a titanium heel. Okay? And God can heal, but he didn't take it away. Okay? But I can walk. When I was in a wheelchair for three months. Now I can walk. The kids, uh, 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 one of the kids saw me run and they were, she was laughing at me. And laughing because I run a little funny. But I was, thank God I ran. Amen. She don't, she don't have a clue. I'm trying to get going a little faster. <laughs> she, she, she has no idea. <laughs> and, and I'm just sharing with you. So sometimes we think, you know, I may not be a, a, a like an athlete, a sprinter. I can't do what I used to do. But I can move, I can get up, and I'm grateful for that. So but when I share that, because sometimes we get we get kind of disillusioned that in everything, and I want to show you, faith doesn't have to be perfect or make things perfect, but faith in itself is perfect. Yes. I know that's hard to understand. Let me say that again. So faith in itself is perfect, but it's not necessary that everything be perfect. So I'm going to consistently need faith in God in this world because this world is a troubled world. He knows it. He told us it would be that way. Everything that's happening right now is in the scriptures. Everything. Love, men will be lovers of themselves. Bolsters, prideful. We're seeing it. We got more people uh, wanting their name on stuff. And, you know, there's one guy, he got his name on everything. And uh, he's airplane. And a whole lot of other things, and uh, he rides around because he wanted everybody to know his name. And then I'm just sad because people really believe he put in, and he ain't helping nobody but himself. I'm, I'm, that's not a political statement. I'm staying out of that. So listen, others understand as the resolute belief. Uh, some good and going on and happy to them, a ticket to their health and wealth. Still others think it, that faith is blind leap against known facts. No, this constitutes, none of, none of this constitutes biblical faith. So I want to talk about what is biblical faith, what it is, right? Instead, faith involves confidence, action, and response of what God has made known. In other words, there's one Bible translation said, uh, comes to the point, says, um, uh, I think it's right here in the uh, Amplified. Now faith is the assurance. Assurance. So it's, you at this point is assured that what God said will come to pass in your life. Well, I got to tell you something. I actually have that faith. I'm not bragging. I got a gift of faith, but I'm sharing. I'm grateful. So when God says something to me, 
I actually can't add a takeaway, but I got so if you ask me what Hebrews 11 says, I will tell you now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen yet. The word yet in him. It's just a yet away in my life. Y'all don't understand. This. I if God said it's just a yet away. So what happened? I said, I'm going to believe God by faith that I can get in this suit. <laughs> Four years later, after COVID, I'm in it. But it took me, I live in time, but God doesn't live in time. The moment I asked him, he actually did it. Because he doesn't live in time. I had to get to the point where I was willing to lose weight, exercise, or sacrifice the thing that it would take to get the weight off. Ooh. Sacrifice. There's some things we might have to give up. There's some things we're going to do to believe God to get to where we need to go. So instead, faith involves confident action and the response to what God may know. So, and, and we see that in Hebrews 11, uh, 1 through 3, which I just read. As seen in the example listed in chapter 11, faith comes into play in a variety of life circumstances. The result of faith also varies. Some people get um, recluse, achieve success in life. Others see some of, the, of what God has promised them in their lifetime. Uh, others get mocked and beaten, tortured and put in prison. And kill. Faith is sometimes a reward sooner and sometimes later. Hello? Abraham was promised to be the father of many nations. Well, here he is. He got a son in 2023 that he never got to see. Wow. I'm a child of Abraham, a son of faith. He never got to see me, but what he did was imputed unto him as righteousness. I saw it, I read it, I believed it, and it can happen in my life. Because I'm heir to what to the promise. I received that, I believe that, so I gotta do that. When I'm gonna do it. Now So I I I believe in God now. I'm not afraid to speak up and say what I believe God for. So the enemy will not silence me. He knows that. I tell people when they come around me, uh, I said, you know, I need you to be prepared. You just made a commitment. And if you made a commitment, you're going to be attacked. I said, the sad part is, I can't do it for you or protect you. Any leader that I got in this building right now, no, I told y'all that. But I will stand with you and tell you, okay, I need you to be ready. Okay? He tried to attack my wife. And so what? Make it hurt me. But I have to tell you, she know at this point that he can't have me and I'm not giving in. So we already know we're going to stand. We're going to trust God no matter what he throw our way. We did, we, 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 did, we did a couple of agreement on that. Now it hurts me. But then I had to just take the pain. Real. It's 
part. I just right. I just cannot be real for a So because otherwise, see, one won't be real. Because then I need to if I and if I'm not real, then I'll collapse. And then I'll give in. Uh, then it's some decisions and choices my children will make that won't be mine. It'd be the whole opposite of what I would do. I'm going to stop loving them? Are they stopping being my child? No. Y'all got it. I'm telling you so. But then, so that's when faith kicks into love. Your love, you can't love without faith. So now, knowing God and knowing he's with me and that he loved me and he saved me out of my mess, that I have to love even others and my children even if they didn't obey what I said to do. So maybe my love for them as they continue on to see it and feel it will eventually bring them out of wherever they were. Because I also believe the scripture says if you raise them up. So I told them, they know. They know what I believe. They know what I do. So I believe in God for them as well. So I'm using an example. I'm just talking about my family. I won't talk about yours. Because some of y'all struggle with that. And I'm going to share with you. The enemy will use the closest thing to you. Say that again. I, thought, I just told y'all I was the son of Abraham. What did he have to take to the mountain? To sacrifice. You better say it again. Which son? The son of promise. The one he loved. Okay, you got it. It wasn't the son. It was the one of promise. He knew who Isaac was. He knew what God told him Isaac would be. He had him, listen, according to scripture, his body was of old age. It wasn't supposed to work. At a hundred. Right? But he believed God. And when he believed God, and then Sarah got it right, she ain't laughing no more. She saw a half, the, the handmaid have a baby by She said, I'm, I'm not letting this go on anymore. I'm jumping in. Ain't nobody else getting in the bed with him. It's my spot. <laughs> and at an old age, against what nature said, the son of promise came. And he loved him. And the son loved him. And the son knew when they were going to the mountain, you got to figure this out. I'm saying he wasn't a baby no more. He was stronger than his father. Yet, according to scripture, he allowed him to lay down and, and turn him into the sacrifice. That is impossible for him to have done in the human as a human being. He was over a hundred. It's impossible for him to have the strength. To have him lay down when Isaac was about your age. I probably had about your mother. That's right. There was no That's way right. that an older man could have had kept him. But his son trusted his father that he was obedient, that if God told him to use him as a sacrifice, because he remembered what he said to the servants three miles and a day earlier. He told him, he told the servants, y'all gotta stay here. Because sometimes some people can't go with you to, to some places. But y'all gonna get this in a minute. So by faith they traveled, but he couldn't take anybody a little further. Only him and Isaac could go. And he told them, y'all stay here. Me and the lad will be back. Y'all missed that. He ain't lied. 
He told him what he believed. When did he believe it? Y'all need to get this. He spoke that. So here it is two days later. He's on the mountain. Didn't raise sacrifice his son. But two days earlier, he said to them that he was coming back with who? His son. Me and the lad will be back. He believed what he said, and he said it to other people so they were able to hear it. Faith cometh by hearing, so they believe that everything is intact. He will be back. He lays down. He has to come to this conclusion because he's ready to obey God. And he's at the place that, well, if God wants me to kill him, then God's also going to raise him back up. That's what he's going to he does, that's, That has to be in his mind. He has to be so much in faith that if I have to kill him, then God is going to restore him and bring him back. So it's a type and shadow of Jesus to come. It really is. Watch what's going to happen. So he, he says... He says to him, because what happens is he's getting ready. He got a knife in his hand, but he believed God by faith. But when did he believe God by faith? Now. But the now for us, I just want to be to connected to it, was two days earlier. But he said it then. Believes it then. Believes it now. Still in the process of belief. So when he's now hearing from God, and God says, he's getting ready. Got him tied up. He's on the altar. He's getting ready to sacrifice him. And God says, stay the hand. But God said to him, now, Abraham, now I know I can trust you. Because you were willing to sacrifice the very thing that you love. And obedience is better than a sacrifice. So faith is always now, and faith is always obedient. Y'all need to write that down. If you don't ever get anything else today, you know that faith is always now and always obedient. Now, you will have to trust God to provide the sacrifice. You will have to trust God to fill in the gaps. Ooh. I just recently had an opportunity. I got some very, very, you know, through the summer and some things, sometimes it becomes some lean times. I had to believe God to cover some stuff. And I said, you know what? And then I had somebody do something I told them not do, which cost me more. And really put a fear in me. Right? And then I had to say, but God, I trust you and believe that you brought us to this place. And because you do, I'm going to rely on you. I'm going to do it. So I've been sharing with y'all, and I need everybody to get this. I need everybody to get this. I talked to you about putting on the full armor. And the reason you need the armor is to stand against the wild of the devil. And this, that, the evil that, right? But I also said, it said that once you've done that, do all you know to do. And then stand. If you have not done all you know to do, what you know in the natural, let me share with you. You do not need faith for the things that you know how to do in the natural. How many of y'all are going to God for your next breath this morning? Okay? You aren't because it's natural. You just do it. Now, if you was in trouble breathing, you'd ask him for help. There's some things you don't ask God for anymore because they come to you naturally. But then there's some things supernaturally you need. 
And that's where you need to use your faith. That's right. So I'll show you where faith is needed that's and right. where faith is not. Okay, faith ain't needed for everything. But it is for the things you can't do. That's right. That's right. So, but he's not a genie. Remember that. So we've been we've been operating illegitimately or without knowledge. And then one of the things, my people perish because of my lack of knowledge. knowledge. So my goal and goal here today is to get you informed and get you knowledge and information so that you can become stronger in the kingdom of God, with the word of God, with the things of God. Amen? Amen. And so, listen, so I want to finish up here. It says, listen, and it says, it says, uh, the results of faith also varies. I talked about that. What does it mean to live by faith? It means that our various circumstances, we live out our belief that God exists and that he's a rewarder of those who sincerely seek him. Those who live by faith take confident action based on what God has revealed about his character, seeking to do his will in all things. In chapter 11, verse 6, it said, it's impossible to please God without faith. So, I believe God placed us on the earth. I believe God that he gave every one of us purpose. I believe God, because if he didn't, I need to know why. Let me help you, uh, uh, Pastor Step. How come my fingerprint don't match yours? Right? Because everybody's different. And everybody's got purpose. But if everybody does their part, we can change the world. So faith harvest. If we can't get everybody else to join us, but what if we do it? Just us. So, and by the way, so if my hand does what it's supposed to do, every part, every finger does its part, I, I'll operate a whole lot better, right? But if one of them, I need to cut my pinky off, now my hand will still be able to operate, but not as effective. It'll be lacking something. Cut another one off and lack a little more. And the key going to that has no, no, no real function. So that's what the enemy wants to do to you and I. So that's why he's been attacking your faith. Because I can make you of no effect if you don't believe and you don't operate in the now. I hope y'all getting this. this. This is in my heart. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm trying to, to, to make sure I get this out and, and explain it appropriately because listen, he said, so take confident action, assurance. So I, I want to tell you, and I probably don't have enough time to get to it. I don't. I, I even got another chapter. That's this will be another week then. Uh, Romans that I wanted to get to in chapter four uh, and then talk to you about there and talk about the confidence of, of, of God and the total assurance that I have in believing what God says. Uh, even though I don't have it right now, I just see, by the way, it took me 23 years, 22, 22 years in my lifetime to get in this building and to have a school that would take from diapers to diploma. But I seen this in 1999. Amen. I've had a school, but the first building we got, we had a school. One classroom, one teacher. Because that's as much as the building can hold. In fact, Half of this room 
was the building. Everything in it. From front to back. <laughs> and off to the side. <laughs> I cracked myself up on that one. Because it's, it's, I'm just, look, look what God, when I saw it, then, so guess what happened? I'm going to help y'all out. It was like Abraham. Abraham believed God. He packed up and left Ur. Ur, by the way, his father was an idol maker. His father was rich. The people was rich. He packed up and left richness. And the first place he showed up, what that? What happened? A famine was there. Hold it. I thought you believed God. He did. God took him to a famine. Just to help y'all, because y'all think God doesn't allow you to go to these bad places, and you ask the question, that's your question, why? He took him to the famine, and Abraham still believed God. He didn't quit. He trusted God and moved on and stayed with him to get to where he needed to go. But Abraham stayed with his belief that God had called him. And the fact that he stayed with him, so I want to share with y'all. So for me, I had an Abraham experience. Twice. We bought a little building or we were leasing a little building. We were excited to have it. And all of a sudden, and by the way, didn't have flood insurance because they said it doesn't get flooded every hundred years. It has to be a hundred years miracle for it to happen. Well, less than 365 days into it. No, 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 no. I didn't get the story straight. Signed the papers, committed. Somebody did that committed. And the landlord will hold you to it. The storm came. Destroyed everything. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I said, okay. Cried a little bit. Lost everything. I'm going to borrow some money from the SBA. Borrowed 110000 put 110000 back into the building. 365 days and maybe one more week, it flooded again. Lost everything the second time. And got a debt on top of it. <laughs> I'm thinking, what am I going to do now? Well, I will encourage you, move to higher ground. <laughs> That's a message in itself. Uh, higher ground. I had to get to a place higher in God than I did. We moved to a higher ground place eventually. That's how I got to Wilmington. But getting to Wilmington even was a challenge. Because I got to a place that it was dry and it no longer flooded. But it cost me more. And the question is. Are you willing to pay the price of what it costs? And I had to figure out I don't have enough for what it takes, but my father does. And so I'm going to have to tap into my father and ask him, if you want me to have this, I'm going to need you to show me how to do it. And so by faith, 17 years later, uh, we, were, we were selling that building to get to here. I, I, you know, I, I shortchanged a little bit of the story because midway in the story, I left to go to another place to figure out a plan to quit. 
Because I wanted to quit. Because my feelings were in the way. That's why I'm not a big feelings guy no more. Oh, yeah. I don't like feelings. Now we all have them. They mess you like. up. And I've learned how to deny mine. That's what's going to be important. They mess so you up. My feelings got in the way, and I wanted to quit. And had another experience with God, and He dealt with me, and I boohooed a little bit, and I got it right, and left, repented, and came back with a plan. My point in saying all of that is, had I not done that, this wouldn't have happened. So this got me here, and I'm now telling y'all, this ain't the end of the story. There's more to the story, but here's what I need. Here's what I need for you. This isn't about me. If you're here, I just wonder what God can do through you in this place where he wants to move at. Yeah, yeah. See, I already believe. I'm just, I'm just, and I'm not talking, I just need you to get that because I believe in God right? that he can do things to other people. Because I know there's greater numbers in multitude. There's safety in a multitude. So I'm expecting Evangelist Jones great things to happen. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> so there's an expectation from God to do some things through other people. I'm believing that. You really grow up when you start believing God for power to move in other people and not you. Okay. I'm telling you, I know everybody is you believing for themselves. But when you start believing for other people, ooh, that's a whole nother level. And I was like, God, thank you. Because I was selfish. I was like, God, you better bless me, my four, and no more. Gimme, gimme, gimme. My name is Jimmy. I'm ready. I'll take all you got. If you don't want yours, I'll take it too. <laughs> that was my attitude. <laughs> I don't think like that anymore. I don't think like that anymore. I should pray for myself all the time. Now I can pray for other people. And be happy. Oh, when people tell me something good happened in life, they're doing something, they believe it. I get excited. And when you tell me that God's going to do something, I believe it. So the sad part is when you don't do it. Oh. So if you told me, I'm going to remind some of y'all, if you told me what God said to you at any point in your life, and I kiss you many, then I'm expecting you to do it. And I want to encourage you today that you can. Everything you said, you can do. Everything you said you can be. Amen. You don't have to put one foot in front of the other. Don't worry about jumping out. Just do it. Take Amen. a step. And then another step. Then another step. And then all of a sudden, they're going to say, man, I remember when. I remember when he just said it. And then they might acknowledge it, but he's now doing it. <laughs> That's the level. That's what faith will do for you. That's what I want to encourage you. <laughs> with, with Smitty, he left out for a minute. It just came to mind. So, Brother Smitty, they, they, they're the one family. They've been with me since I've been on, when I started on the, my back deck of my house. 
the same house I live in now. They, they started, they would come over for Bible study. And uh, when we got to that big church, Smitty, he real resourceful. He got me a truck, helped me move stuff, a little bit of stuff we had. And as a matter of fact, that was funny because the stuff we moved in didn't even make a dent. But then they had a, they had the second floor of the building they was using for like a, a rummage sale. I didn't get rid of all that stuff. So we had to get the truck to get it out. And uh, Smitty came and helped me. I hadn't seen Smitty no more for a whole year or two. I said, what happened? Because they said, man, you crazy. He said, this place is too big. It was big. We had 20 people in 20,000 square feet built. Wow. And it, it affect people. But then he saw I was still, I was still holding on and still doing it. He's God's will. Hanging back with me ever since. But it's just so said, we all go through those challenges in those places, but you gotta stand. And so what I said then, I said to say now. And when I was over and I told you I went to quit, God dealt with me and said, You said to the people what I was going to do in your life. He said, What happened? He said, I didn't get a chance to do it yet, and you ready to quit. He said, I can assure you one thing. If you quit, you will get nothing. But if you go on, you will get what I promised. And thank God. My wife looked at me. She said, this is the craziest thing. She said, you came here to quit. We get ready. We, we on the plane leaving. I'm telling her about the plan. And she said, and you're leaving with a plan. I said, yeah. And I just said, I'm trusting him. And I, that, that event I had, the time I experienced, God spoke to me clearly. Shared it with her. And she, she just listened. Encouraged me. And now, I, and this is what I love about it. Because now, I don't do nothing else. I don't have a whole lot of people to talk to and tell my problems. But when I do, it's not that she can fix it. She can't fix any of it. But what she does, is she says to me, you're built for that. There it is. And when she says that to me, I go in the phone booth and I shut the door and then I come back out the phone booth and I'll be like this and I'm saying, okay, I'm ready. Because I just have a word of confidence. You can do it. Just a simple word. She reminds me and says, you were built for this. In other words, you remember what you said and what you told me that God said, you won't just have to keep remembering yourself. I know you're going through some stuff. I know you're under some pressure. I know it hurts. I know she talked, she know all of that. She said, but he built you for this. Otherwise, you remember the Bible says, he will never put more on you than you can bear. So in other words, so depending on the call of your life is where you are, stop fretting the trouble. I'm going somewhere. I've done the message already. I'm going into a whole other place. I'm getting ready to quit now. So I need to tell you, we, we keep giving the trouble more power than it should have. And trouble will come all of our ways, especially if the call that he has in your life is valuable. Especially if it involves other people. So if you're supposed to be at home, and if you're a parent, oh my goodness, if you're a parent, and he can discredit you, 
What do you think your children are going to think of you? If he can make you look weak and try to distract you and make just to run roughshod over your life and you don't take a stance, he does that on purpose. So listen, you got to stand and do all you know to do and stand. So listen, success is not how much money you have. Success is not based on the title you got. I believe real success is based on the level of faith that you can operate at and walk in. Because what you believe is who you with, who you are, and what you will become. And so you got to be ready. When God says it, you can do it, and you can be it. So I want to encourage any of you that have ever heard the voice of God, or haven't, and if you wasn't sure what the voice of God sounded like, because by the way, it does sound like your voice, but you heard and had in your heart to do something and to be something that would affect and change the lives of others. Help people. So if you've been declared to do something for other people and you're not doing it, I want you to know that I believe you're out of the will of God because he built you for that which he told you he wanted you to do. And it does start at home. So for parents, it starts with you there first. And then it spreads abroad. Then it spreads abroad. So I want to encourage you that your faith fail you not. And that you've learned today what faith is and what faith is not. And you also learned today that faith is always in the now, the present. And so what you believed two days ago, as long as it's still in belief two days later, is still in faith. Okay? You can't believe the two days and then change it two days later and not believe it and then expect God to do it. That's not how it works. But if what Abraham said to the servants, he believed when he was on the mountain, even when he was getting ready to kill his son. His belief did not change. Did That's y'all right. hear me? That's right. He stayed focused on what he was supposed to, what he was going to do and what he believed he was told to do. And he had to trust God to provide the sacrifice. Now here's the great thing. I can go in and finish. The Bible says he getting ready to have a knife in his hand. Isaac looking there like, Dad, I trust you all my life. Sure God said this? And he says nothing. And he's ready to come down with the knife in his hand. And the Bible says, God says, stay in the hand. He hears the voice of God. I just want to tell you why it's so important to be able to hear in the spirit. Because if you stop listening and he changed, he told you to do something different, you will miss God. Now, had he killed Isaac, he would have missed God. Because God said, stay the hand. He told him, stop. That's what stay the hand means. Don't do nothing. And then he said, look over. I provided a sacrifice. The ram is in the bush. Now, I need y'all to know something. 
The ram didn't just get there. He was always provided. He didn't see it, but it was already there because God had already provided it. He needed to know, can I trust him? And knowing that he could trust him, now he told him where it was at. There's some things you've been believing God for you can't see. But God needs to know if I got your obedience to get it, to do it, then I'll send you to it. Now I know, Abraham, I can trust you. Look over. There's a ram in the bush. Abraham, untie Isaac. You and Isaac go over and get the ram. ram by the way, the ram was stuck. Ram couldn't run away. Ram was stuck. Oh, y'all didn't hear me. They didn't even have to hunt the ram. The ram was stuck. Right where they needed him. He's going to get the ram now. Y'all still won't sacrifice because without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. It was a type and shadow of Jesus to come. That's when sacrificial animals come in. But we ain't sacrificing no more animals no more because Jesus is come. Okay? I'll need no more birds and turtle doves. Okay? And no more the, the, the first one. They, they done when Jesus came. And when he shed his blood, that's it. I don't need no more bloodshed. Oh, by the way, I don't care how much you cry and how much blood you shed, you can't save or change nobody without Jesus. That's why this is so important. So I want to tell you something. Get your faith in order. Amen. Get your faith intact. Because your tears won't move God. Your sacrifice won't move God. Especially being taken to do it. Okay, let me tell you that now. But there's one thing in the Bible that tells me to move God. Only one. One thing. Yo, listen to me. This one, this one won't make the book. So the book has everything with twos in it. But there's only one thing that moves God. It's faith. Everybody today, get your faith intact. Let's move God for this house. Let's move God that some phenomenal things will start to come out of this house with the people of God in this house. Let's move God that we start changing our known world around us instead of letting our world change us. Let's start changing things around us. Let's corporately get together and be doing some things that will make a difference. We had a great uh, outreach here on uh, Friday. My God, we had a busy weekend. We had great outreach here on Friday. Uh, Moonbound, face painting, police force, uh, other uh, few other vendors. Uh, Coach B with the basketball, giving away sneakers and jerseys and book bags. Um, schools, and we gave away over 200 hamburgers, 200 hot dogs. All gone. Everything free. Uh, Pastor Rob went out and bought a 65-inch TV. Him and the PTO, lady in the PTO, two of them got together. They, they, they spent day money. They ain't asked me for nothing. Because I might have said, no, I do it. They didn't even ask me. They went and bought a TV and auctioned that off and gave it away for free. By the way, I guess I didn't win. 
She won. Oh, that's not. I want that ticket back. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's just amazing. It was just a wonderful day. And then yesterday we got to celebrate. Uh, boy, they had my son come over on Friday. He said, send them over here to get tables before they set an event. He had to go get tables and set up at a restaurant for his own party that he didn't know he was at. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's funny. <laughs> so he helped set up for the, for the event that they were said they needed the tables for, uh, only to know that they came and brought him there yesterday, and we celebrated his 30th birthday party there. Uh, amen. Yeah! So, uh, that, that was fun. <laughs> but he had a good time. Got to see family and friends uh, that he hadn't seen. People flew in from Atlanta and other places. Um, to be here. So we had a great time. But this has been a great day. But today has really blessed me because I really, 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 really don't want to talk to y'all about our faith. Um, God, that's, it's, I think it's essential that you pay attention to this. And uh, you can go look up in the back of your Bible and even in your courts and other places and look at the level of scriptures to talk about faith. I firmly believe that we'll not move away from this. But faith is the most important thing in life. Because yeah. now the most, the greatest gift is love. The Bible tells me that. So I, whatever the Bible says, I believe. Yeah. Okay. But I know I can't even love without faith. Okay. I need that to put love in operation. So I'm thinking, man, this thing is powerful. So I, I want to encourage everybody that's here at the sound of my voice. I don't know if they're listening anymore if we're off the air, but if you are, faith is the most important thing. It's been under siege and it's been settled. You know, the devil's just been doing little stuff, little stuff, little stuff. It's almost like the, the frog in the pot. You know, he got in the pot, it was warm, and he got comfortable and said, I'll just stay here. It's nice. Hey, just hang out. Well, it just they kept turning up the heat. And all of a sudden the water started to boil. And next you know he cooked. And he didn't even realize it because he got comfortable. So I want to, I hope I made a few people uncomfortable and go ahead and exercise your faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a round of applause. Hallelujah. Well, I didn't know how this was going to come out, but it, it came out like uh, somewhat like I expected. So I, I told y'all. Uh, I've not been able to pin these the way I was trained to do, uh, but uh, nevertheless, he's given me the ability. So I know without God, it, it'd be impossible for me to have said what I said. So I'm grateful that he's with me. Amen? All right. Let's give the Lord a round of applause. I did. I know got a couple visitors here. I didn't. I don't want to. We don't.